Hello there, I'm Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. How are ya? Get Wood, it's your first and only storytelling show, true stories, comic hosted, ex-sex worker, ah, Jess Wood, hello. And good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time it is as you choose to tune in. Hi, gorgeous. Sorry I'm a little late this uh, afternoon. I was trying to get gussied for you. And you know, I, uh, I find that I am very, very, uh, I don't want to use the word lazy against myself because lazy is a terrible thing to call yourself. And actually, there's no such thing as lazy. It's really just... How quickly can I get myself up and motivated? And I will tell you this, friends. I will tell you this. I can't, I can't seem to sleep these days. I, so I'm sleeping later. Yes, beauty school dropout. If you're of a certain age, perhaps you're a Gen Xer, and you're looking at my hair and thinking, Jessica, wow, don't you look like the chick from Greece? Beauty school dropout. That may just pass over a lot of the people's heads that watch this, but that's okay too. Go check it out. Check out Grease 1, the good one. Grease 2, what was that all about? Just stop it. Anyway, Beauty School Dropout is here to talk to you about what a week we've had. What a fucking week. And yeah, not being able to sleep, not being able to really eat, not really being able to do much except binge my new favorite show. And I'm late on this. I'm late on this, friends. But let me just tell you what I've been watching and how I'm fucking addicted. Claws. C-L-A-W-S, as in nails, as in a female ensemble led by Nisi Nash, black woman, uh, Karuchi Tran is in it, a couple of white chicks are in it. Let me just tell you something. Let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you something. I cannot believe that this show did not surpass that bullshit fucking Sex in the City goddamn stereotype fucking caca of ladies like really really sex in the city you're gonna just have all rich white women representing all women are you fucking kidding me give me a goddamn break let me tell you something get onto hulu yes girl get onto hulu and start watching claws because you cannot believe we have to do something about i must let's get together and do a halloween group costume me and my girls this is a female led ensemble which you never see and also women of color which we never get to see and also the white women in it oh my god excuse me i resemble these bitches do you know what i'm saying they're very anti the stereotypes that what america has put on us this show is going against type do you hear you heard and i cannot get enough of it let me just tell you something too about this goddamn show uh tnt is where it originally was airing oh my goodness tnt um dynamite motherfuckers because let me tell you about the sex scenes are good god splash splash and the drug scenes i mean it is so realistic they say bitch and shit all the time i think that's cable i think you're cable ready if you say bitch and shit but I am watching this show screaming my ass off like, what are you doing? I can't believe it. It's just like when I was watching Nobody with Bob Odenkirk and I was like, go Bob Odenkirk, go. It really holds a special place in my heart. 
this claws show i really can't wait till you guys watch it i cannot wait it has russian gangsters are you kidding me russian gangsters <sighs> it's so now even though the first season aired a, a handful of years ago i am just catching up and it is funny how perfect it it's in sync with how our country is right now how our world is our world which by the way oh my goodness once again i cannot continue well, i'm already four and a half minutes in but i cannot continue yes cc okay you know why it's so fucking amazing they represent women who are all the things married unmarried gay uh wanting to fuck a lot not wanting to fuck a lot like it is get your goddamn eyes on it is what i'm saying it's kind of taken over my life which is a little weird to say that a television show has taken over your life but uh i'm gonna say it i said it oh it's out okay <laughs> anyway speaking of russian gangsters let me just take a moment and say that i recognize what's going on in the world and that i am not at all delusional and thinking like everything's fine i'm doing my podcast we're like just doing it you know just living to the fullest um i do believe we should always live to the fullest but i also believe that we have to kind of we have to know don't go in too hard and too fast that's what she said <laughs> but really give yourself a little bit of a just a pop in once in a while on the news because it is oh, horrifying it's horrifying um my only real kind of laugh with the new i mean was it a laugh it was a it was a nervous laugh but it was a laugh i are you having a laugh i was uh watching a bbc and uh bbc uh i was watching bbc and they had a newscaster in the subway where the ukrainian families were seeking shelter as a bomb shelter in the subway station and there was a mother and she was like yes i'm very i just tried to stay calm and i have a couple of young sons and i'm scared for them and then the newscaster goes down to the son and he's about 10 years old and she says to the son are you so scared? I mean, we're in a bomb shelter right now. They're bombing outside. Are you so frightened? And this little 10-year-old Russian boy looks right in the camera and he goes, Ugh, so, so. Okay, these motherfuckers are tough. I know you knew that they were tough, Russians. They don't, it's, I, oh my God. My Ukrainian friend, she's like, Jesse, you don't understand. In 80s, 1980s, Soviet Union, yes, uh, tampons was luxury tampons was luxury good god so we don't want the iron curtain to fall again right so anyway so i had to mention that stuff because oh my god they're so tough can you imagine if we interviewed one of the kids from the elementary school near me and we'd be like are you scared are you so you know they're bombing other things like i just want my ps5 my mom is such an ass my dad is a total jerk like oh god <laughs> american kids we're a little uh spoiled we are we're a little spoiled but you know what gets you humbled the quickest way i mean besides getting like punched in the face but you know what really humbles you um is this shake am i shaking or is this shaking or are we all shaking is it a shaky time 
Uh, if you're just listening to audio, I'm just talking about my video being a little bit shaky. Uh, if you remember last week, we talked about Fat Tuesday. I hope everybody had a fantastic Mardi Gras if you celebrate. And then, you know, what's interesting for me is Lent and Ash Wednesday. As a Jew, uh, I don't really understand. When I lived in New York, we would forget, you know, because they don't really celebrate Mardi Gras in New York. I mean, there's some bars that are Mardi Gras uh, ready. You know, they have the, the, the king cake and everybody puts on a masquerade mask and everybody goes wild for that. But then we never really talked about Lent in, uh, New York, you know, as people refer to it, Jew York. Um, but when Ash Wednesday would come along, boy, would all us Jews be surprised. Is it already time for the schmutzy, schmutzy Ash Mark? Like it's just a schmutz. Here's the thing. No disrespect to my religious people out there, but it's schmutzy. And for a, a Jew who really, you know, as Jews, our history in this country, as a lot of you know, a lot of the folks in my uh, chat are also uh, considered not fully American. You know what I mean? Like, what in the fuck? And I see some of y'all are the real American. You're all, you're the fucking true people of this country. Let's just admit it for fuck's sakes. Native folks, can we just give them the fucking land back already? I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. What would change for me if we gave the land back to the folks who really fucking ha own it? What would change? What would I become? Some sort of uh, white witch amongst the shaman? I, I would hope so. I would hope so. Uh, would I all of a sudden have to weave a lot of things or perhaps learn to bead or bow, uh, use a bow? I'm into it. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking into it. And guess what? The grid is going to go down soon. I don't mean to bring you down. I don't mean to bring you down, grid or you. But guess what? We're going to have to start understanding how to live with each other again and in a real fucking way. And you know what the native uh, culture? The, uh, women. Mm, women strength, women, women fucking strength. So let's just take a page out of the book and say, white men, put your fucking guns down and stop it. Or guess what? Go fucking help those people. We're not helping. We're not helping. We're not helping. Because you know why? We want money. <laughs> anyway, stop saying that. You know what really brings you down to earth? When you're in your bed, this is me I'm talking about. I was in my bed the other night it was very dry. The air was very filled with electricity, you know, when your hair is like up standing. And something happened to me in my bed that has never happened while I was alone. <laughs> sparks flew. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sparks. Like, it. I mean, I pulled my blankie up and it was all. And I was like, ah! and I screamed. I screamed because, you know, I'm kind of an urban gal, and I don't really understand static electricity apparently that much because I thought there was a fire in my sheets. And I was like, man, if I hadn't gotten a fire up in here with old Youngin when he was here, if we didn't start a fire, I don't know how this is starting right now. But it was tick tack tick tack tick like those balls where you put your hand on it and it's all zippity zap zip zap zip you know, with all the electric look, like the lightning looking shocks or shock that was in my bed, in my bed. So I was like, ah, so I screamed for a second. I threw back the, the, the comforter, which is not made of caca. It's, I thought it was cotton. 
<laughs> apparently not cotton. And I got up for a second and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, am I on fire? Is this on fire? Is everything on fire? Nothing was on fire. And so I just crawled back into the bed and I put my weighted blanket over me because yes, helps with anxiety. I put my weighted blanket over me and I was like, okay, well, hopefully this whole thing won't catch fire. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a Jeopardy with, um, oh my God, who's the woman, the country woman, Reba, I think it was Reba, Reba McIntyre. I think it was Reba. Anyhow, they were on the Jeopardy and Alec Trebek, you know, before, may he rest in peace. Uh, Alex Trebek, when he had asked, uh, it was something about spontaneous combustion was the answer. And she had uh, buzzed in and she had said, what is when you catch fire? What is when you catch fire? Spontaneous combustion. Thank you, Reba. Stay with the music. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I don't know about you. This, this show, meanwhile, has no transitions. We're just going from piece to piece. And I hope that you're with me. And I, and I adore that you're with me. And I thank you for making time to be with me. And I hope that you're getting a couple of giggles because that's what this is all about. You know what I mean? Like you're getting to hear what all my fears and <laughs> fears and fantasies are. And then you can feel good about your own fears and fantasies. Ma, she's a cool... She's my queen. Anyhow, are you a coffee lover? I am. I am so addicted to coffee. Yeah, I get the headache, the whole thing. But I'm so addicted to coffee that I jumped a fence to get closer to my coffee this week. Yeah. Yep, I did it. I jumped a fucking fence. Well, I climbed a fence and I jumped over it. This, this lady, she jumped a fence. She climbed a fence. Here's the thing. I didn't mean to. I wasn't planning. Okay, there, there's my route. I'm going to go climb a fence and get my coffee. No, I was out of coffee at the house, which is a fucking, <laughs> it's like being out of crack for a crackhead. I was like, oh my God, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to work this? Okay, get dressed and go outside and get your goddamn coffee at the 711. So, but there's a, there's a school in between me and the 711 coffee availability. So the gate was open by the school, but then I realized they were doing some construction. So the trucks had to get in and out, but I didn't care. I was like, fuck a truck. I'm about to go in and out. And so I just figured, well, they'll probably have the other side open when I come through this side of the gate. The other side of the gate will probably be open. It's not open. There's children involved. You can't just have gates open where there's children involved. Plus, you're a goddamn uh, adult person roaming the school grounds. Uh, excuse me, miss, you're, you're not supposed to be here. So <laughs> I all of a sudden, I got so paranoid that I was in the fucking school like a stalker, like a, like a scary, like, yeah, the, the kids. You know, um, I just... Uh, picked up the pace, um, and got to the, the other side of the school yard. And I realized everything was locked. Everything was locked. And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine going back. Listen, if anybody had spotted me, I pretty, I, it says you'll be arrested. It says we will pro prosecute you to the fullest of the law. <laughs> like they have a sign and everything. Not, this is not open to the public until after school hours, you know, and because they want to protect the kids, which I totally get. But I wasn't there to fuck with a kid. I was there to get my coffee. So I come across this goddamn locked gate. And I'm like, I'm like a trap 
dog or bear or deer or whatever animal you'd like to choose. And I'm trapped. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm trapped like a rat. Like a rat. And, I, and I'm looking around for my options. There's no options. You have no options, woman. The only option for you right now is to jump this fucking fence. Go, lady, go. And I'm like, oh, God. And I'm, I'm climbing. And it's thank God it's not a giant fence because it's an elementary. You know, they're all very small. So it's a smaller fence, but it's still, it's large enough for something to look like the matter if there's a lady that's a lady is that a lady on the on the gate yeah that's a lady she's on the gate is she stuck yeah her pants are stuck on the gate my pants got stuck on the gate i didn't quite know how to jimmy myself over the fucking gate like i haven't jumped a gate since i was ditching alternative school back in santa monica california and that was a long time ago let's not talk about how long ago i went to school however we can bring up the fact that that was an alternative school, which is a smaller school for the kids that can't quite get a grip. Uh, my ex-boyfriend's mom used to say to me, just get a grip. You know, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't like tampons. <laughs> and she'd go, oh God, get a grip. I'm like, you mean on the string or do you mean on life? Because I don't like you. Uh, so she, I got over the gate. I did. I got over the gate. You guys, I got over the gate and I didn't take the same route back. I got a, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> oh my God, I'm choking on my gate talk. I got a coffee from the 7-Eleven. Now I have to just tell you, I think it's so precious to live in the fucking mountains because you know why? Even the 7-Eleven is on brand. Here's what I'm talking about. Ready? Okay. Uh, you want a small, um, coffee at 7-Eleven? No, you don't. You want a hill. You want a medium coffee at 7-Eleven? No, you don't. You'd like a mountain. Oh, you say you'd like a, a large uh, coffee at 7-Eleven. No, you don't. You want a volcano. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I got a volcano. But seriously, folks, what in the fuck's happening over at 7-Eleven? They're like, we have to be on brand. Can you imagine these these guys at the meeting for the fucking coffee branding? They're like, all right, why am I smoking pot? I'm a 7-Eleven employee, uh, employee. They probably do smoke pot. Although, you know, the 7-Eleven that I used to live near in Hollywood was a franchise that had an Indian guy working there, and he loved me. And I'm not bragging on this. It's not a, a brag. He just loved me, and I knew that he loved me because every time I was in there, he'd be like, Oh, princess. Hello, princess. How are you, princess? Oh, good. Looking so nice today, princess. And I'd be like, thank you. Hi, how are you? Then I remember one night I went in, I bought condoms, put them on the, them on the counter, and he looks at them, and he looks at me, and he goes, oh, princess. I was like, what the fuck? You think I'm a virgin bride, motherfucker? Fuck you. I'm getting it in. And also, it uh, Magnums. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> your girl's getting it in. Anyway, <laughs> 7-Eleven coffee, get yourself a volcano and uh, that lava comes right out your ass. <laughs> Shut up. That was so stupid. You know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for the silly. I'm here for the stupid. I'm here for the claws. Um, I'm here for the sparks. Sparks are flying. Let's look at our, let's look at our little business that we have down here. <gasps> okay. Remember how I said I thought that this play, that I'm like in my alternative school here in Albuquerque because I grew up in LA and New York where I only went to public 
school. Well, they tried to put me in public schools, but if you guys know, public school is really scary. There's like so many kids. It's so much. You're just a number. You're just rolling around. I always got lost. I always got fucked up. I always got in trouble. (laughs) For those of you who don't know me, since I'm a little kid, since elementary school, I have been told I am not allowed to say the Pledge of Allegiance, which good for my mom. Uh, Angela Davis. No, my mother was Ellen Blake, a Jew who hated white people. Understandable. Anyhow, she uh, told me, oh God, Jesse, no, Pledge of Allegiance. Fuck that. And I was like, but I'm in second grade and I get in trouble every single day. I have to go to the principal's office. And she's like, well, it is the principal about it. And I was like, I don't think you understand. The principal is like the guy in charge. And then they keep telling me this thing about permanent record. Anyway, I was always in the in the office. I was always in trouble. Miss Wood, you're a distraction. Miss Wood, you talk too much. Miss Wood, some of that stuff's still true. I still don't do the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. And I'll fucking, I'll kneel with Kaepernick and Eminem. <laughs> anyway, um, um, so anyway, special ed, not the rapper, but the class was my class. And now I didn't realize, I didn't remember what the name was. So I had to call my friend Shawana. Shout out to Urban Baked LA. What, what? If you're in LA and you want some yummy, yummy homemade baked goods, please follow my friend Urban Baked LA. Ew. Anyway, so... I had to call up Shauna because we had gone to junior high together and I was like, hey girl, hey, what's that, um, what's the name of the class that they put the big dummies in? And she goes, you mean special ed? And I was like, yeah, that was my class. And she goes, you didn't remember that it was called special ed? I said, that's why I was in special ed. I don't know if you understand, like, this is a serious situation. I am still friends with my friends from special ed too, because, um, I had this one great friend, shout out to Goner. That's right. His name was Goner. And I didn't understand that that was funny until I was explaining this to my girl Carla the other day when we were driving. And I was like, oh, yeah, alternative school. But then, you know, special ed class. Like, And I said, look, I even had special ed in junior high. I had it in ninth grade, special ed. And she goes, ninth grade is high school, Jess. And I was like, this is, again, why I was in special ed. I mean, this is – it all points – all signs point to needing a lot more help with my stuff than I realized. Listen, if you're smoking PCP in seventh grade, probably going to wind up in special ed by ninth grade. I'm not saying you will. It's a have to kind of deal, but I don't even think, I don't think they have it anymore. They call it SPED. (laughs) You know, they're trying to make everything all cute, like, you know, SPED or NoHo or WeHo or all those bullshit names that they're trying to confuse people with. No, this is for the people that have uh, special ed, we were all thrown together. Physical disabilities, mental disabilities. You're looking at your mental disabilities, right? Her. Hey. Yeah, I was rocking those mental disabilities. And let me tell you something. In the 80s, in the 1900s, as these fucking kids want to refer to us as, oh, you were born in the 1900s? Suck a dick, kid. You didn't have, listen, when we had people roll into schools with guns, they shot somebody and then they left. They didn't take out the whole class. So obviously something's the matter with your generation. Ours was specific shootings. Like I went to Fairfax High School for about four weeks. Uh, whilst I was in the back in the continuation school, um, there was a shooting inside of the high school hallway. Someone got their head blown off. Pow. Because it was a gang member situation. A lot of gang member situations back then. I feel like that was more specific. We, we're coming to shoot 
you. You know what I mean? Not like some fucked up fool who's like, I feel alone, so I'm going to shoot everybody in the fucking school. Motherfucker, what? So we used to have it where, because we didn't have all this technology that kept us separate, you know? And uh, not to give you a history lesson, kids, but we really had to integrate with others because or else you're just gonna sit in the fucking corner and eat your cookies alone you know what i mean and there were always somebody to talk to i was in the special ed class uh teased enough by the other fools who thought they were like normal you motherfuckers ain't normal either i'm sure some of you is getting diddled at home and you just put on a preppy t-shirt and act like everything's okay I know the truth, you fucker. So special ed class is small classes, people that are, you know, a little disabled. And um, like I said, I'm still friends with those those fun, fun people like Goner. Shout out to Goner. Oh, my God. So moving to Albuquerque, I have to say, like, New York and L.A. were great. And I learned a lot. And it was really hard. And uh, but... And I got some some successes and I'm very grateful for it. And I'm not stopping or anything like that. But what I have to say about this is that I've discovered Albuquerque is my special ed class. And I don't mean that there's a bunch of, you know, disabled. <laughs> I'm looking at all comics all over the world when I say this applies to all of you. Uh, but it happens to be a smaller class here in Albuquerque. It's a smaller room. It's a smaller class. There's less people. And we can actually talk to one another and and gab about comedy. And there's not like clickety-clickersons, you know, everywhere. Because, like, people go, oh, Jess, comedy is just like high school. Fuck you. I didn't go to high school. I left in 10th grade. But I had gone to 14 schools before then. So you're going to tell me that I have to go to 14 different goddamn places in comedy to figure out that I need the special ed? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, I made it. I made it here. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I can have the deep talks with my other peers in comedy. I'm so happy that people don't, you know, uh, treat me strange just because I've come from like, you know, the bigger, the bigger scenes. And that's where everybody wants to go. When you start out, you usually start out in a in a, oh my goodness, uh, when you start out, you usually start out in a small town where you're from, and then you build and build and build your comedy and your act, and then you move to either New York or LA. But what happens when you're raised in Los Angeles and New York, your mom's in the industry, you're on welfare, I'm talking about me again, I know, but uh, it was just, I didn't think... Ooh, I didn't know. I just didn't fit into the real world because I wasn't introduced to the like real world. I don't even know what that means. I was raised by gypsies and whores and thieves. Gypsies, whores, and thieves. I don't know if that's the lyric, but it's something like that. And that's what I believe I was raised with. Also, can we just, uh, as a Generation X uh, person, I'm going to say this, as Gen Xers, can we just tell the kids like, calm the fuck down and try to talk to one another again. Here's a thing that really gets me insane. You ready for it, babies? Okay, here's the deal. Why is it that Gen Z, and a a few millennials as well, I'll say, are totally cool with choking each other out during sex, spitting on each other during sex, but they can't handle the word moist. Ah! Oh 
my goodness. Wow. What the fuck happened between me and them? Like, wh- where did we go wrong? As pa- I'll say that I'm looking at you, parents. What are we not telling these kids? Please don't be scared of words unless they're awful, ugly, mean words. Yeah, get those out of here. But a word like moist, especially my young ladies who are so turned off by that word. Oh, oh, that word. Moist and panties. And yes, I've talked about this before. I'll fucking talk about it again. You know what else I've talked about? Literally and basically. Stop it out there. Stop it. I hear newscasters, newscasters and interviewees who are talking about political war shit and they're like, well, basically, there's a tank going through. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you, Sergeant Bro. Basically. No, not basically. Just tell us the fucking story. You don't need that word. I promise you, you don't need that word. You know what word we need to integrate back in? Moist. Okay, stop it. Oh my God. I want to thank the Guild Cinema for always producing, uh, and Alex B for always producing a killer, sold out, very funny, very, uh, just great energy packed show. So if you guys are local or you're going to be in Albuquerque the first Friday of the month after you hit up Art Walk, which, oh my goodness, you guys, I have to just give a big shout out to 84 Hearts Kiddos Designs right there. That's my girl, Aubrey. We finally got to meet in real real life. She was set up with Wem for W-E-M-F-E-R, graffiti artist from here. Follow him, please. Amazing artist. They were set up in the same uh, area of the block next to DJs. I mean, it was such a good art walk this month. Even though the wind, there was a dust storm here that would have, I think it brought on like a Tasmanian devil or two, like, I mean, it was insane. You couldn't see down the street. You couldn't see down the street. Dust, dust. Like I smelled it. I tasted it in my mouth. Anyway, it was a great experience to see everyone. Uh, Wemfer gave me a painting and Aubrey also gave me a painting and I was so blessed. And then I went up and did, uh, and then I went up and blessed some motherfuckers with my comedy live. Oh my goodness. And if you'd like to see me live and you're local, come on down. We are, uh, what's happening? I think, uh, uh, I don't think. I know what's happening. There is a show. I am doing a show uh, on the 19th, which is a week from this Saturday. It's going to be fan-fucking-tastic. Courtney um, Foster is uh, hosting, and Chuck Parker's on it, and I'm on it. It's just going to be a blast. And um, it's at some place. I forget. It's like a brew lab lab or brew, brew lab brew. or I don't fucking know. Anyway, maybe I could have the information for you. I'll have it up a lot. I'll promote it a bunch before. Anyway, I, I'll leave you with this. Um, I got a couple of snakes, fa- uh, fake. I got a couple of fake snakes because if you know me and you've been listening or watching the show for a while, uh, you know I have a cat problem outside. There are these cats that live downstairs, but they're out. They let them out and they come and they uh, hang out on my patio as if it's theirs and it's not okay. It's it's just fucking not. So they got to get out of here. But I've tried everything. Do you hear me? I have, I went to the pet store. I got the spray that they tell, oh, bad cat, bad cat. They didn't give a fuck. I got uh, cayenne pepper and uh, vinegar, chicka, 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 and spray, spray, spray. They didn't give a fuck. I got the cucumber. I tried the cucumber trick. You all have seen it online, the cucumber trick where you put a cucumber out there and the cat thinks it's a steak. Ah, well, guess what? That works on house cats, not on these fucking meth 
Albuquerque meth fighting raccoons and wolves in the streets and roadrunners on the side. Like, these motherfuckers aren't scared of anything. The cucumber, really? They ate the cucumber. I was like, no, they didn't. They're not scared of the cucumber. So hopefully, and help me cross a bunch of your fucking things out there, I need these cats to be gone. So these snakes are now set up outside. And let me tell you something. (laughs) It scares the shit out of me every time. I'm like, ah, fucking snakes. Bitch, you set it up. It's your setup. Remember your setup. Remember your setup. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, all right, I'm going to go a couple minutes over because I forgot to tell you this one story. Now, I have, you know, I always have notes. I always have notes. And and this is actually, this episode, if you can believe it, I'm going to tell you, this episode is episode number, ready for it, 234. Four. That's 234 episodes I've done of Get Wood Podcast. But that's from like the poison fish. Oh, God. No, I'm not going to kill the cats. See, <laughs> but I like your style. <laughs> I got some gangster bitch friends. I love you so much. So this is my notes for this week, right? That's my notes for this week. And I got through a lot of them. Coffee. I'm so crazy for it. I jump over a fence. You remember that story? Uh, when sparks fly just by on your own time in the bed. Also, uh, claws. Okay. So let me just end you with this. I'll end us with this. Ready? I took my bicycle out because my car's having a hard time. I'm a car owner again. So this is what happens when you own a car. It fucking breaks. (laughs) So you're like, oh, right. The fucking car breaks down. Okay. Uh, need a new tranny. Are you allowed to say that when in regards to cars? Fuck you. I know it's not, you're not supposed to. Anyway, I, uh, I need a new transmission. And, uh, so I have my bicycle out, uh, Jenny. She's adorable. She's, she's, uh, adorable like me. She's yellow like me. She's, she, it says her name on it, Jenny. Uh, she's a cruiser, but she's got, she's a cruiser like me, but she's got gears like me. So, uh, air in the tires was a little flat. So I had to go fill her up at the old, uh, back again at 7-Eleven. I, you know, I love it over there. I'm over at 7-Eleven and the, there's a young gentleman at the air pump already. And it looks like it's frayed at the end, but he's holding it and he's leaning against his car that has a flat tire. So I come up on my bike and I, I let, let, let me preface with how I looked. Very similar to how I look right now. Uh, makeup, some earrings, a cute little colorful blouse, perhaps um, some, oh, I was wearing my Vans, which are brand fucking new. Well, they're not brand new, but I'm such a freak. I don't wear them a lot because I don't want to get them scuffed. Am I a black woman from Brooklyn? And so I, or a black man, actually, I never knew my ladies to get upset about the shoe thing. But anyway, I, um, I was looking very pulled together is what I'm saying to you folks. Okay. Cute. Pulled together. Like a nice lady out for a beautiful day of a drive on her bike. I go up to this kid and I'm about to say, Hey, does the pump work? Does the air work? And as I go, he goes, I don't have any cash on me. Your girl was mistaken for a homeless. Oh my God, you guys. I mean, really, if if he really took a, a look, he could have thought maybe this is her first day in the streets. Look at her backpack. It's still so shiny and fresh. Look at her shoes. Just spotless, you know? So we didn't. I, he didn't really see me. Do you know what I mean? He just saw me as a white woman with a bicycle. Now, let me let me applaud 
let me applaud, or a robber, or a robber. Thank you, my friend Shauna. Shauna did suggest that perhaps this gentleman thought that I was there to rob him, which I love more than anything. I do. Uh, Not that I want to look like a robber, but I have had people lock their doors when I walk by in Los Angeles, in Los, not in Albuquerque, but in Los Angeles. Click, click. <laughs> I'm like, you better lock that fucking door. I see you. Um, and so I, feeling like he had mistaken me for a, a brand new homeless uh, woman, I said, oh my God, really? I go, do I really look down on my luck today? And he goes, oh, uh, I didn't mean to offend you. Well, guess what? That's the biggest fucking offend. I don't, call me anything except for homeless. You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of the biggest offense that you could you could put out there. Plus, these teeth are nice. Not one missing tooth, not one, you know, pockmark. I mean, I dated a guy who they nicknamed Blueberry Muffin because he used to pick his face. I know it's a beautiful visual. Shut up. It was my life. I had to do I was fucking him. You weren't. Anyhow, I I went to where I was, I filled up my bicycle. Well, here's the thing. The, the air thing wasn't working, you guys. So he was holding it, even though it was broken. But I was waiting. Oh, I was waiting so patiently. And I was waiting so nicely. And I was like fucking seething. And then he goes, oh, it's not really working. He puts it in his tire. His tire doesn't do shit. So he's like, it's not really working. Well, guess what? I forgot. There's a bike shop across the street. Shut the fuck. Yeah. Yes, there's a bike shop across the street. And I go, oh, whoop. There's a bike shop. Uh, And so I was like, I don't need you, fool. So I went across the street. I went into the bike shop. And this is how you have to give the universe a moment. Okay. uh, Does that make sense? Like, I was really having a hard time. I was seething. I was embarrassed. I felt like, how do I look? This is so awful. This is a total reflection upon me. Mm. The universe said, no. The universe said, look, there's a bike shop across the street. Go to that bike shop. It might be a little easier. Uh, so I roll over. Guy's in there. I said, hey, man. He goes, hey, can I help you? I go, hey, can I pay you for a little air? Can I buy some air off you is what I said. And he goes, oh, please, give it give it here. So I roll it on back. And it's this cool, this cute looking white guy who, with like cool, like, you know, hipster. I mean, you know, the bicycle shop. <laughs> cute hipster guys. And he, I said, hey, uh, are you the guy that, like comes to comedy shows and he goes I sure am and he goes I recognized you right away it was great to see you how are you you're so funny oh my god it was so great to see you then he does the bike up with the air puts it all together for me and he goes no charge comedy girl oh my god so it's like such a happy ending you know I mean not like but almost it was a mental happy ending my brain came hard all right, y'all, I better go or else I'm just going to go even crazier. Uh, I do adore you so much. Thank you so much for coming on here and hanging out with me for this time. I really, really appreciate you guys so much. I would love it if you shared the show. It is a free show, so you can just share it and tag me in your share. That'd be great. I also would love, love, love if you would subscribe. If you're not subscribed already, I'm on all the platforms 
in uh, podcast land. And oh, I love you. I didn't even realize all these gals were on my thing. I love you guys. Ah, fanboy moment. I love you. Uh, Make sure you watch Claws on Hulu. Make sure you're good to yourself because the more better we are to ourselves, the more better we are to the outside, you know? And let me tell you, kids, I know it's hard. It is hard right now. It feels weird. It doesn't feel like we're quite done yet with the thing. But then there's the war and then there's all the stuff going on against the gay and the lady and the rights. I mean, it's a lot. So just know that I'm sending you guys a lot of love and we're going to continue to say gay and we're going to continue to help our kids understand when they're confused. And we're going to continue to push for sex education and conversation and stop spitting and choking each other and not being able to say the fucking word moist. Let's get a grip as my old boyfriend's mom used to say. Okay, so y'all get a grip. Uh, I love you. And I really, really, really can't wait to see you next week. So um, please take care of yourselves and each other. Okay. Oh, <laughs> again, I love you. All right. Bye. Patreon, get wood 69. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.